everybody. I just wanted to say Merry Christmas. Um, I didn't really expect to do an episode today, and this isn't really a real episode. I don't have any guests today. It's just me, and we're not really um, going over birth stories or birth topics or anything. This is more so just a fun little bonus holiday episode Um, Just because, you know, we do release our podcast every Monday and this year, Christmas happens to be on a Monday. So happy Monday, happy Christmas. Although I'm sure most of you probably aren't listening to this on Christmas. I'm sure you're with your families and um, just celebrating. So whenever you do listen to this, or if you do listen to this, I hope it just brings you um, a little bit of holiday cheer and a little bit of birthday slash Christmassy fun. And so um, really all I'm going to do today, just here for a few short minutes, is talk about some Christmas memories I have in relation to, you know, pregnancy, childbirth, or like the newborn season. So I have had five babies now, and I know you don't know my fifth birth story yet, but that will eventually come out later in 2024. But I have been pregnant um, at all different times of the year. So I've had babies at all different times of the year. So um, my very first pregnancy, I was due in January. So I was like really big pregnant at Christmas. I was uh, had less than a month to go. And I really um, was just in that stage, you know, of like being uncomfortable all the time. And it was winter, so I had all these layers. And every time you had to go to the bathroom, you had to, you know, undo all the layers and redo all the layers and all of that stuff. But I was actually a school teacher at the time. I was teaching first grade at a public charter school here in Greensboro. And I came down with a nasty case of bronchitis that's when school was still in session, but it was probably like the week before winter break. And I felt bad because we were about to go out on break for two weeks, but I had to call out sick. And I remember going to my OBGYN actually and being like, what do I, what do I do about this? Is there anything I can take? Is there anything I can do? And basically they were like, best thing is, you know, just to stay home, rest, fluids, you know, like the typical stuff. So I was home by myself because we didn't have any kids. My husband was at work, super pregnant with um, bronchitis. <laughs> and I I will never forget this. I have a, maybe I should say had, have had a phobia of uh, needles and particularly flying needles, which would be all insects that sting like bees and yellow jackets and hornets and wasps and all of the nasties. But anyways, I was at home and I have no idea how this happened. But in the middle of December, a wasp flew into my house and I I was eight months pregnant. So super emotional. Um, I was big, so super big belly, uncomfortable. I had bronchitis, so I didn't feel good and I was already kind of in a bad mood. And then a wasp flew into my house and I called my husband who was in the middle of a meeting at work. And I said, you have to come home. (laughs) You have to come and kill this wasp because I like, I was so petrified. You have to understand 
Like nowadays, I would not be happy if a wasp flew into my house and I would probably still call my husband and be like, hey, you have to kill this wasp whenever you get home. But back then, I was I was just on a whole nother level. So I made him drive 25 minutes to the house to kill this wasp. And he literally, he didn't even turn the car off. He pulled the car in the driveway, came around the back door, like left the car running, came around the back door, I don't know if he grabbed a shoe or what, but he just like walked in, slammed it, like killed the wasp and walked back out. Didn't even say anything. And then just walked back out to his car and drove back to work and went back to his meeting. And I think he never lets me forget that of how ridiculous that sounds because it took like an hour out of his day to do that. Um, But I'll never forget that because I feel like he saved me because I was in such a, what felt like such a vulnerable spot. But um Anyways, it was Christmas time, so I was um, just trying to rest up on the couch watching Christmas movies and probably trying to drink something warm. But anyways, so that same Christmas, so I got better from the bronchitis and you know had like a decent um, next couple of weeks until until Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas Eve I came down with the norovirus. And you know what that means. So all of the stomach issues, both ends, it was terrible. And I remember for Christmas Eve dinner, I had um, a roll and that was it. Um, And it was just my husband and I at our house, like nobody else was there. So he brought me home a roll from like some restaurant on the way home from um, Christmas Eve service. I didn't even go to service because I was so sick. And then the next morning, we had to drive from Greensboro, North Carolina to Columbus, Ohio on Christmas Day. And I still had the norovirus. And so we had to stop like so much, probably every, gosh, it just felt like every, you know, every other exit. I was like, you have to stop. Like I have to go to the bathroom. And and it was terrible. And I mean, again, picture I'm eight months pregnant and it's winter and it's cold and and I have all the layers and I'm pregnant and I'm doing all the things in the bathroom. I mean, it was awful. And I remember his um his parents were having or no, his sister-in-law was having everybody over for Christmas dinner that night. And everyone's like all dressed up and well, not like like super fancy, but you know, wearing regular clothes and looking decent. And I'm in like big sweats and like a big hoodie and just like curled up on the couch, like Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) I do not feel good. So yeah, man, that was, that was no fun. That was my very first Christmas experience being pregnant and it was not a great one. (sighs) Moving on to better memories. Um, my second baby. I was not pregnant at Christmas, but I had a newborn at Christmas. So my second was born in mid-November. So about a month in, you know, celebrating the Christmas season, I was definitely in that newborn fog where I couldn't remember anything and I couldn't tell which day it was. And because he was not a great sleeper. I mean, he slept, but he just got up so much like to eat. He ate like every hour and a half and it just was exhausting. But, um, it, you know, I also remember it being really sweet. So it was like, yes, I had the, 
I had the fog and I was exhausted and all the, you know, early postpartum stuff, but I also got like the sweetest, you know, baby snuggles and a big baby just sleeping on your chest and, you know, you're just watching a Christmas movie or even on Christmas day, I remember wearing him in the Moby wrap just like pretty much all day just walking around with him and he was so snuggly and so, so big. He was my big boy, Um, but he was, you know, only a month old, month and a half. So he was so floppy still, but um, he was, uh, that was a sweet Christmas, a foggy Christmas. So I remember being on the struggle bus when it came to like getting gifts for people and wrapping them because I was just like constantly nursing this baby. And of course I had my three-year-old, well, she was almost three, um, running around, which made everything that much harder. But, but I don't know. There's just nothing like a Christmas snuggle, like a Christmas newborn snuggle with a baby. It's, it's just that much. It makes Christmas that much sweeter. And then my third child, um, I was pregnant at Christmas with my third child, but I was in early pregnancy. So I was extremely sick so nauseous. And this was our, I'll call it unplanned pregnancy, if you will. Um, So I did not plan to be pregnant and nauseous and throwing up at Christmas, but I was. So I remember like Christmas Eve was like the first time I really did anything with myself and left the house um, for Christmas Eve service. I remember like finally like putting clothes on and putting makeup on and because I think I'd been throwing up for like a month and a half at that point. And it just, it was awful. Um, But I did go to Christmas Eve service. I made it, we took a picture and then I came home and got like right back into sweats. But I remember the only, I was so sensitive to smells, so sensitive to smells, which is kind of my life story. But I ended up um, sitting right by the fireplace and like huffing the fireplace. Like all I wanted to smell was the fireplace because it was the only thing that smelled good to me and that didn't make me want to throw up. So I just, I remember sitting right next to the fireplace like all throughout Christmas and just sniffing and sniffing and sniffing the fireplace. So yeah, not not a, not a fun Christmas there, but um, you know, by that summer, it was great. Had a baby. <laughs> Uh, then let's see, baby number four, he, let's see, no, I was, okay. So I was in like a nice pregnant spot at Christmas time with him. He was in my belly, um, but I wasn't nauseous anymore. And I also wasn't like big fat pregnant yet. So I was in like the happy second trimester, super fun part of pregnancy that Christmas. And actually really, really loved that. Um, that was probably my favorite. And, and also I just think there's something so precious about being pregnant at Christmas and being pregnant with a boy at Christmas. And it just, it just makes me think of Mary. Like it just makes me think of Mary and how she was pregnant with Jesus at Christmas and, like just thinking about her and how she had to like make that really long trip and just how she had to like where she had to labor and give birth. And it's just like, you know, <laughs> puts things into perspective and, you know, the 2021, which is the year, or I guess that was in 2020, but it was just, it's just super special carrying 
a sweet little boy in your belly right at Christmas time. It just makes me relate so much to Mary. And then, um, let's see, number five is actually happening right now. So I was not pregnant at Christmas this time, but I do have a newborn. He is two months old. And I would say that newborn fog is lifting. You know, we've kind of gotten into a rhythm. My brain is definitely not all the way back by any means. I am forgetting things a lot and things are slipping through the cracks. And um, let's see, I'm recording this on December 12th. And for all of you Enneagram One super perfectionist people... You can breathe a sigh of relief now because you're hearing this on Christmas Day and it's all done and over, but I have yet to buy a single Christmas present. So like, don't even think about wrapping. I haven't even gotten anything for anybody yet, but I have been holding my baby and baking lots of cookies and watching Christmas movies and just um, doing Christmassy fun seasonal stuff. So... I just haven't gotten around to getting any gifts yet, but I will. I will. It's on my to-do list for this upcoming weekend, so no worries. But again, you're hearing this on Christmas Day, so by now everyone's probably opened their gifts and it's all said and done. Um, But I do love a baby's first Christmas. I especially love that every time we've had a new baby, whether it be you know around Christmas or just earlier in the year, all of our children's grandparents get them a baby's first Christmas ornament. Um, and then Chris's parents get them this bell, like a silver bell that winds up and it plays some type of Christmas song and they come out with a new one every year. And I think, man, I can't remember what company it is that makes those. Hallmark? Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, so my kids each have a bell from the year that they were born that we set out like as decoration at Christmas. And then of course the ornaments we decorate the tree with and, um, you know, we get, you know, baby's first ornament from a bunch of grandparents. So, you know, there's like five more (laughs) ornaments to put on the tree whenever we have a baby, which is so sweet and fun. And the kids are always so excited to see what's it going to look like, like, you know, because they all look pretty different. So anyways, that's that's just always an exciting time. A baby's first Christmas is always just a super sweet, special time. And my husband and I laugh because the kids are like, well, what are you going to get him for Christmas? And I'm like, um, <clears throat> a passy? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's really nothing that the baby needs. So um, so we don't really get him anything, but, but a passy. I said, that'll be fine. We'll put a passy in his stocking and call it a Christmas. But Anyways, uh, that's all I really have for you guys today. This was just a little fun bonus uh, Christmassy episode that um, most of you probably won't listen to, but that's okay. Uh, I hope you guys all have a very Merry Christmas and we will be releasing an episode next week on New Year's Day. That is an actual birth story episode that you're not going to want to miss. Um It's awesome. I loved, loved, loved interviewing with her. So I will hopefully be talking to y'all next week. Have a great Christmas. Mm -hmm.